Welcome to another episode of Blood, Guts, and Coffee, and here's some tunes. Close. Come close.
Hey there, friends. Uh, this is uh, episode two of Blood, Guts, and Coffee. Um, I did episode one yesterday and had fun doing it, even though I don't think it turned out all that great, but whatever. But I decided uh, to do episode two today. Because I had nothing better to do, apparently. So, yeah. Um, so today I was going to talk about... Uh, um, be Friday the 13th, the final chapter, which is the fourth film in the Friday the 13th series, and it's my favorite one, definitely my favorite one. Um, it, uh, it, it for some reason, it, it's just, there's, there's something different to me about it than the rest of them, um, the special effects are incredible. Tom Savini returned to do the special effects. He did the special effects on the first Friday Thirteenth, and so he's back to do. Uh, he came back to do. Um, I think the special effects supervisor in that in this movie and uh, makeup design, whatever makeup department, whatever it says on IMDb. <clears throat> but. Yeah, the special effects in this movie are just incredible. Like, I can't even... Like, some some of the death scenes are so well done. And I I tried to watch the, the movie that comes after, uh, Friday 13th, uh, A New Beginning, which is the th- first Friday 13th movie I ever saw, which is kind of funny because it doesn't even have Jason in it, which you don't find out till like, later on. Um, once you go back and watch it, it's so painfully obvious. But, um... Yeah, and I, I watched. I tried to watch that one after, and yeah, it fails in comparison. It's it's the the special effects are like you know so so the like it's just a you know a movie about like hey you know there's a bunch of group a group of people that are about to get murdered, and you know you can tell I'm like oh every like you can tell each person who's gonna die. I mean obviously the kid's not gonna get killed, and I guess you know the main character. Um, isn't going to get killed like the the girl who runs the the uh, mental health house that everyone lives in. Anyways, I'm not talking about that movie. Though. I'm talking about Friday Thirteenth, the final chapter. Um, so it takes place, I think, like right directly after. Pretty sure, right directly after Friday Thirteenth Part Three. Uh. Which in that movie was, you know, the same kind of thing. Bunch of teenagers go to somebody's cabin on uh, Crystal Lake and Jason comes after them. And that movie takes place right after Friday 13th Part 2, which is the same kind of thing, except in that one's camp counselors. Um, but uh, yeah, Friday 13th Part 3 is where Jason gets his... Uh, trademark goalie mask. And, uh, you know, I, I think they just, they tried it on in that movie and thought, whoa, we have something cool here. So, uh, anyways, Friday 13th part four, or it's not even called part four, it's just called the final chapter, takes place uh, right after part three. And uh, so it begins when the, it shows the uh, police and emergency services, they're all at the uh the cabin on the lake where you know everybody got murdered 
I think they say at the beginning there's uh, seven kids and three bikers. And, um, and you know, Jason is thought to be dead. And so, yeah, because he got a, I think a cleaver to the head, top of his head. And so they assume he's dead. And so they pack his body up along with everybody else's bodies and uh, bring everybody to the morgue. So then they're, uh, it goes to the hospital where there's, you know, also the morgue there. And um, the uh, stupid guy who's, you know, watching the, in charge of the morgue or whatever. And like, obviously he's going to get killed. And uh, so Jason, you know, wakes up, kills him, kills the the nurse who was just fooling around with the stupid morgue guy. And, uh, and he escapes. So then we go to, um, this is something I've never understood is, so it goes to this family who's living, they're called, uh, the Jarvis family. They're living in, uh, this really nice, you know, log cabin house on Crystal Lake. And yeah, so what I don't understand is, I mean, they've, they've lived there, but Jason kills people who come near the lake, you know, they're in the last few movies that said there was a curse and blah, 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 and all this stuff. I don't know if maybe they just meant that's for, for, uh, Camp Crystal Lake or if that's like for the whole lake. But I mean, you know, they live there. They've heard about all the people who've been murdered, I'm assuming, but they just, you know, carrying on like, Hey, you know, that happens. But, uh, anyway, so it goes to, uh, the Jarvis family, they live in this beautiful house and, uh, it's, a uh, a mother who, and her two kids, uh, her daughter, I can't remember the daughter's name, she's a teenager, uh, and her young son, uh, Tommy, who's the main character of the whole movie, played by Corey Feldman. Um, and, uh, you know, he's, uh, seems like a pretty cool kid, actually. He, like, makes like terrifying monster masks he's really good at it and uh and you know has pretty good video game setup for 1985 i think it is 84 85 one of those um and uh yeah so that's and then yeah next door there's a a house where uh you know same scenario, bunch of teenagers going up there for the weekend to party and engage in, you know, debauchery and all that stuff. And, and uh, Jason comes out and wants to, you know, slaughter all of them. And so, I mean, I think the story is kind of, I think in this movie, the story doesn't really matter because, you know, if you get past all that, you know, has the cheesy scenes, the teenagers where they're just talking about, you know, the ridiculous stuff and like, you know, kind of sounds like dated conversation because it's the 1980s. And so the things they're saying, they're just kind of like, I don't know, whoever writes the movie is making is trying to relate to the youth of the day. And uh, that always kind of annoys me because it's usually wrong. Like they should like ask, you know a teenager what they're like how people talk or you know or get somebody that age to write the dialogue for those characters it just kind of seems like that's what was happening in that anyways 
But um, all that stuff doesn't matter because if you get past that, it's it, it ends up, I think, being a pretty good horror movie at the end. Like uh, for the lot, the third act, when Jason finally shows up and just starts murdering everybody. Like there's, oh, there's one particular scene. Um, Crispin Glover is in this movie, which is so funny to think that like it was like a year or two later. Like I think so, yeah. They came out in like 1983, and Back to the Future came out in 1985. So it's like a couple of years later, he's playing uh, George McFly. But before that, he was in the Fourth Friday the Thirteenth movie, and it's just like I don't know. I like his character a lot because he's he's just so like nervous to talk to girls, but he, you know he's not a bad looking dude. So, um, but yeah. Anyways, his death scene in the movie is incredible. Like it's probably one of my favorite in all of horror movies because it just it happens so fast and it's so brutal. Like that they you can tell they put in a lot of work just for the like two seconds of filming that it shows it. Like, but like so he like walks into the kitchen to get something or whatever. And Jason's in there and Jason like before he can see Jason, he's Jason stabs a corkscrew through his hand into the counter and he sees it and he screams for just a second until Jason swings a cleaver right into his face. And it, and the, the scene is it's so brutal for just a second. And then it's gone. And then like, and it makes your brain look at it and go, Holy, like what did I just see for just for a second? And then like, I think, yeah. And they did that with a lot of death scenes in the movie and, and it makes it more terrifying. I think instead of showing like a long drawn out death, you know, somebody getting a chainsaw through them or something and and just like them screaming and, you know, eventually it kind of becomes funny instead of scary because then you're like, oh, this is just very ridiculous. But uh, so, yeah, th- I don't know. That's my favorite death scene in the movie. But there's a lot of other good ones. Uh, some of them were kind of a bit of context. There was like a, I think some editing issue or whatever because you know, he kills Crispin Glover in the kitchen. And then next he kills the girl that he just banged uh, upstairs. She's looking at the window and he's happens to be on the side of the house. Like he's waiting for someone to look through the window and he grabs her and throws her out and she lands on the car and all the windows smash out of it. And, and uh, then the next scene, he goes back into the kitchen to grab the corkscrew out of Crispin Glover's hand. And so, you know, but whatever, like I can, I can look past that. Um, <laughs> you know, it's kind of silly, but uh, yeah, but so this movie, like it just, and it has a, that good, you know, like we're like in slasher movies when everyone gets killed off till there's like one or two people left and, and they start to realize that they're the only people left, left alive when they start finding dead bodies. I always love that. That was terrified me when I was a kid watching those movies. And uh, this movie does it very well. And, uh, yeah, so Tommy's sister, she uh, goes into the house to find – I forgot why she goes in the house. Uh, God, it's a terrible movie movie discussion. She goes into the house to, to uh, look for uh, somebody, I think, and finds everybody's dead. And uh, that big guy, that, like, drifter guy, the guy who's camping in the woods, like, hunting or something, he – she finds him and then he goes, yeah, yeah. She goes to his tent and then he finds her there. And then they both go into the house together and they look around and, uh, and then they go into the basement and then like 
Jason happens to be under the stairs and he busts through the stairs and grabs the guy. And then the guy goes down there to fight him and Jason kills him. And she runs upstairs screaming and kind of looking around. Then she goes back down there and Jason's there. Like the guy, he obviously killed the guy. And so, yeah, I don't know. She, she chases or he chases her to, uh, her house. And, uh, long story short, um, her and Jason have a bit of a squabble and, uh, and, uh, meanwhile, Tommy, um, goes upstairs and decides to, cause he read the newspaper article about Jason and he decides to shave his head to look like Jason when he was a kid. And he comes back down and, um, like looks at Jason and says, Jason, remember. And then, <laughs> and then Jason starts walking towards him and then, uh, he ends up like he ends up uh, swinging his machete right into the side of Jason's head, and uh, that part is so awesome because then it knocks the mask off, and then you see like what Jason's head really looks like, and uh, and then when he falls over on the machete and he's like sliding down the blade, and you see like he's still like alive, like his face is all moving around and stuff, and <laughs> I love that scene so much. I know I just kind of really glossed over a lot of the movie, and like I. You know, I've seen it like a handful of times in my life and I, you know, just kind of probably said things that are, you know, incorrect in the order that they happened. But, um, yeah. And so then they think he's dead and then, uh, Tommy sees his hand move and he just grabs the, grabs the machete and starts chopping him up, just murdering the shit out of him. And, you know, that's that. Jason actually finally dies. And Tommy is the one who, when he was, when he's a child, kills him. And to me, that, that was the end of the good Friday the 13th movies. Like, I know I said the fourth one's my favorite, but like, I think the first four aren't bad because after that, Jason's dead. You know, the next movie, it's not even Jason. It's a guy pretending to be Jason. But then the movie after that, uh, he's, you know, like a walking corpse and Jason lives. He gets Tommy Doyle or Tommy Jarvis shows up as a adult and, um, and, uh, for some reason digs him up and wants to make sure he's dead or something, then stabs a thing into him and then lightning hits it and wakes him up and like electrocutes him awake. And it started getting silly at that point. I don't know. Like when he, when he's a walking corpse and when like then the movie after that, you can see part of his like ribs and stuff like that. And it just kind of, I was like, uh, you know, I thought it was more scary when he was a living person. Like he used to chase people, not walk after them. He used to like run after them. Like he was a crazy lunatic. I thought that part, I thought that kind of stuff was just terrifying when I was a kid. I definitely don't know. I mean, unless I ran into somebody like that, that'd be God awful. But, um, so he, uh, or blah. that's when I think the Friday 13th movies kind of stopped being good. They should have just left it at four, but whatever. It's a classic horror movie series. It just got sillier and sillier and sillier as they went on. Like Jason takes Manhattan. That movie is beyond ridiculous. And, uh, and I don't mean because it's a walking corpse chasing teenagers. I just mean, because like, why did it have to be in New York? Like it, and it was only in New York for like the last half of the third act of the movie. 
And then Jason Goes to Hell is is a stupid movie, I think. It, it just kind of the at that point they're just grasping for straws and they lost what was so good about like so creepy about the first, you know, original idea of the movie in the first four movies. Like can you imagine how terrifying that would be? Being a you know, camping somewhere near a lake or being at a cabin near a lake and then like there's no one around for miles. Yeah, I don't know. I, my wife and I, we had that kind of <laughs> sort of scenario a few years ago. My uh, my dad rented a cottage for uh, my parents, my sister and her boyfriend, and my wife and I to go stay at for the weekend. It's a really nice cottage on a lake that I can't even pronounce the name of in uh, kind of uh, eastern Ontario, I'd say. I don't know. And... Uh, but we get there, like really nice cottage. It was in a you know kind of group of cottages, but it was in it was in um, I think April, so it wasn't quite warm out yet. And my dad had rented the cottage like three weeks earlier when it was warm out, and uh, and but when we got there, it wasn't warm. It was kind of cold, a little bit warm when the sun came out. But as soon as the sun came out, black flies would come out, and it was just it wasn't nice. Like, I mean, it was, it was an all right weekend and everything, but, um, anyways, but we were the only people there because we were there in kind of the off season. The only other person there was the guy who owned the, uh, five or six or seven or eight cabins that, like cottages that were there. And, uh, the other thing is there was no cell phone service at all. So, I mean, like if anything were to happen, we like wouldn't have been able to call for help of any kind kind uh, there might have been a phone in the cottage but i don't know like there was supposed to be wi-fi there the guy gave me the wi-fi password but it didn't work and i thought that was kind of weird and um oh yeah i found out the the day we're leaving i found out that there was no actual paperwork done my dad paid for it in cash and i thought that was creepy and so i was thinking like so here we are in this place no one knows exactly where we are uh, there's no paperwork evidence that we're there. Like, you know, no one paid for it with a credit card or anything like that. And uh, so, like, the last night we were there, we heard the owner. He got, it sounded like he was in a fight with somebody or yelling at somebody. And, like, I didn't hear this like this part, but I think my dad said he heard him say, like, like I'm going to fucking kill you or something like that. And he told me about the next day, and I was like, Jesus, like, let's get out of here. This is kind of weird. <laughs> like, And uh, there's another thing. We are, we're outside, and I I was walking on the ground, and, like, I felt, like, all of a sudden I could hear, like, a hollow noise in the ground. Like, there was something underneath the ground. Like, and I, I was like, what is that? Like, it, there's just there's something weird about the place, and I kind of thought we might get murdered. And no one would know where we are and know where to look for us or anything. But we didn't, and we made it out. And I thought that'd be like a fun, like if I like made that into like a story or something like that, like a a fictionalized story where the family did get murdered or something. But I am not a writer, so I'm not going to do that. But anyways, yeah. Um, so I don't know. I'm trying to get better at this podcasting thing. This is uh, 
it's still new to me and I'm trying I noticed I listened to my first episode and I noticed I was saying but um yeah a lot like a lot and I'm sorry about that because that's probably very annoying little things that you learn about yourself that you don't know until you like hear your own voice or hear hear yourself trying to talk to nobody you know at the time like possibly somebody will listen to this eventually but I mean right now like nobody's you know I'm just in a room talking to nobody on my phone feeling a little bit self-conscious that my wife is can hear me from upstairs and is you know laughing or something but yeah I'm trying to get better at this podcasting thing this is uh I'm I'm hope I think I will get better. I'm pretty sure I'll get better. I just ordered a a, a podcast kit, like a comes with a microphone and a mixer and headphones and stuff like that. And I'm really hoping it plugs into my phone, but I don't think it does. I think I'm gonna have to get a laptop too, which I, you know, I guess I kind of need anyway. So, but yeah, see there I said it again. Um, so. Yeah, this was uh, me talking about Friday the 13th Part 4. If you've never seen it before, I highly recommend it. <clears throat> and you can watch it out of context. It's, I I mean, you should watch it with, you know, watch them in order, at least the first four. You can, If you really need to need more, you can watch the rest of the movies, but, I mean, you don't have to. It's kind of like Star Wars. Like, the prequel trilogy is optional with Star Wars. So are a lot of the newer movies becoming too, but anyways, uh, Friday thirteenth part or Friday thirteenth the final chapter, which is part four. Um, tell me what you think about it. Uh, email me at blood guts and coffee no spaces at outlook dot com, and yeah, I hope you enjoyed episode two. Um, I'm having fun doing this. It's kind of fun creating things like this. And uh, I was kind of just planning on doing, kind of just planning on doing one episode a week, but I don't know, maybe I'll do one whenever I feel like it, whenever I have a few minutes to spare. All right. Um, until next time, here, goodbye, and here's some tunes. <laughs>